It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Auburn lands Jaron Thompson, an instant starter for the Tigers. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on into Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby, and thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Joining me as he does every single Tuesday, it is Auburn message board legend and the host of the Top Button Podcast, Charlie Five, the man, the myth, the legend. We'll talk about the offensive coordinator situation at Auburn or lack thereof. We'll also talk about a prized target in the transfer portal. But let's start with the news of the day. Auburn landing safety or defensive back, depending on how you want to categorize him. Jaron Thompson from Texas. This is a dude who's played a ton of football. He's been pretty effective. Very, very good at stopping the run. Also, I believe has five picks to his name. Charlie Five, this guy is a starter in the defensive backfield in 2024 for the Auburn Tigers. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And the biggest thing I feel like that this helps is you add uh leader, I mean, leadership experience. Sure. I mean, you're going into you're going into next year with a very, very green. Uh, defensive backfield, especially at safety. I mean, all you have, you, you get, you're bringing in your safe, uh, your JUCO safety, and then you got a bunch of freshmen and redshirt freshmen. So this kid's played a ton of football. He had an interception against Alabama uh, this year. Um, great. I, I think he could be a. I think he's going to be a starter right away. A lurker, lurker type safety. Not a guy that's just going to. He just kind of hangs back and 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 you know pick people off hopefully. So that's uh we needed we need experience in the defensive backfield and I think this kid is going to help right away. And I love the versatility. I mean, he lined up over 360 snaps at free safety. He lined up at slot corner for over 100 snaps and he was in the box for over 80 snaps. Wow. For Texas this past year. So I mean, he can do a little bit of anything. I think his true position is safety. I think he could play nickel if he was asked to do that. And I just think, I mean, there's a, I guess there's a chance that they know who Auburn's next defensive coordinator is, but we don't really know how the next DC is going to use these defensive backs. Um, so just get guys that are talented and get guys that can do multiple things. And, and that's exactly what Jaron Thompson is able to do. You mentioned the veteran. I mean, this guy's played a ton of football, Charlie five. Yep. And so you mix that with some of these young guys that we really, really like your Terrence loves your Sylvester Smith, your Colton hoods. I mean, I think all of these guys in the defensive backfield have tremendous upside. And I think that's why this coaching staff didn't heavily pursue a lot of defensive backs via the portal because they know, okay, this is when they need to start really stepping up and, I think Auburn's going to be okay playing young a little bit in 2024 because it's all about the future of this program. But getting a guy like Jaron Thompson, um, an instant starter in your defensive backfield, there's just so many things to love about it. Big time st a stopgap, I guess. Like one, like I think we're sure. one a one year away 
uh, from, you know, barring obviously losing a bunch of kids to the portal or whatever, right. um, one year away from like really being able to start rolling these mature high school, highly rated defensive backs that you're bringing in year after year, you're, you know, your Sylvester Smiths and your, you know, all those guys, those guys are going to be ready, but like, this is just a, a, a help them bridge that just a little bit. They're going to still get a ton of playing time. Like this guy can't play all the snaps, you know, um, right. this is, this is a good, Perfect, perfect bridge. A guy that's played a ton of football that that room just does not have anymore. Uh, after you look, uh, you know, you lose your guys like Jalen Simpson and, and dudes like that to to graduation in, in the NFL. So, uh, big, big, big addition. Cannot under like cannot sell it. Like you can't oversell it. I mean, it, it's it's absolutely huge, and he's a quality guy too. All right, are you buying or selling that Auburn starting safeties this season are Jaron Thompson? And Laquan Robinson, the JUCO safety. Are you buying that? Um, I could, yeah. I think you could. I, that's that could very well happen. I, I, the, I feel like some of these guys that are on the roster are going to have a lot to say about that. But Sylvester but Smith, not, man, that, I mean that that's uh, that is my guy this offseason. I just I think he's going to be. I think he's going to be him. I, I, I really believe that. he is one to watch for sure. Because uh, he he's he wants to. He I think this guy's going to. You know, really fight for for big time playing time. So now you got some competition, you got some seniority, you have some young, super athletic guys. You got a JUCO guy that's played that's that's got a lot of experience. I think all of a sudden that safety room feels a lot better, a lot better because it was kind of one of those scary spots a little bit, mostly just because of the unknown. Yeah, right. And I was thinking about this. You know, a year or so ago, we were so excited about all of these these defensive backs that we flipped that Hugh Freeze and the staff were able to flip in just a short amount of time, like your Tyler Scott's, your Kay and Lee's. And this is now when we should be excited about those yes. moves. And it's like, it's cool to be excited at those time, but at that time, but you're not really going to see the benefits of that until now, because all of a sudden, like it is a deep room there. The, the upside in that room is tremendous, but it's unproven. It's exactly. unproven. I think those bowl practices and those game reps against Maryland are going to pay dividends. Um, sure. It was a brutal first half, and that's certainly a game that I think Auburn feels like they should have won. But, man, those guys now know what to expect, and this coaching staff knows what to expect when yeah, they put these guys. Yeah, they've got tape going into spring. And so I, I think that's going to be huge as well. And then, you know, you couple that with Jaron Thompson, who's got a ton of tape a ton of tape and uh, experience operating in that Texas defense. There's just a lot to like about this. We talked about it a little bit when Auburn landed Percy Lewis, the transfer offensive tackle from Mississippi State. That's good one because you get a pretty solid left tackle, but also it allows you to scoot Dylan Wade down to be you know the left guard. I think it's a similar situation with Jaron Thompson. I think you put him at safety. That then allows you maybe to build one, to build depth in the safety room. But hey, maybe maybe it allows you to keep Caleb Wooden at nickel instead of having to put him at, at safety sometimes. I think it allows you just to kind of everybody else to slot back one spot. And I think that could be extremely valuable, especially for some of these young guys. I mean, I could not, could not agree more. It's when, you, when you're building, when you're, you're taking over a program and you're starting to build – We've already. I feel like those first two defensive back classes, the last year's class and then this year's class, are extremely, extremely talented. 
Yeah. Uh, and and then you just you you're you're not a, you don't have to throw them into the wolves. You got uh, this this guy just gives you so much more flexibility to be able to bring those guys along slowly. And then next year, pedal to the metal. You got mm-hmm. you got two two stacked classes plus whatever you bring in in twenty twenty five ready to go. And you don't may not need to go get. Uh, guys out of the portal. Uh, and how cool would that feel uh, to not have to do that? Uh, I think move, we're close to that point. And Way closer other, than I imagined. Yeah, yeah. And when folks said, you know, in year three, he wants to kind of lean himself off the portal, I was like, really? Real? But now I kind of see it. I kind of yeah. see it. Um, the pathway think, is there. Yeah, I think you're going to need some position groups a year from now via the portal. But for the most part, um, yeah, I think you're going to be able to use the portal the way it's kind of designed is you, you kind of use it to, Fill a few stop gaps. All right, let's um assuming assuming Auburn goes into the spring with just this roster. And there's a few things we'll talk about some things that could potentially change in the next segment here, but if you had to predict the starters going into spring in the defensive backfield, here's what I'm going with. Your corners, your outside corners are Kean Lee and Keontae Scott. No Any argument. argument there? We're good. No there. argument. Your starting safeties, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the ones I just told you. Jaron Thompson, the new transfer from Texas, and Laquan Robinson, the JUCO product. I'm going with those two guys. And then I guess at nickel, I'm going with Caleb Wooden at nickel right now. Don't I I mean I'm I'm cool. I, I'll be I'll be totally fine with any of that. The only thing I think I might switch up is I just think that that second safety spot is going to be a big time competition, and then maybe who would who you know, say the second safety spot is? Are, are you saying Jaron Thompson is the first safety? Yeah, and then I feel Thomas like that's going to second. Be, yeah, I feel like that's going to be locked in, and then Robinson uh, and you know a Sylvester Smith or a Colton Hood or or whoever uh, sure. could 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 battle there, and then for nickel, I I don't know. I think I, I still feel towards the end of the, uh, and we're going to talk about it in the next segment, but I still feel. Maybe by the end, uh, right before kickoff, I, I think Keontae Scott may end up back at Nick. I think it just I, makes I the most so. most sense. It I makes the most so. sense. Yeah, yeah. You got to get another corner. Could Auburn be getting another corner soon? We discuss in just a moment, right here on Locked On Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at Jace Medical. Jace Medical knows that uh, you come to sports to escape the craziness of real life. But let's just talk for a minute about preparing for real life. According to the FDA, pharmacies are running out of antibiotics right in the middle of the worst flu season in over a decade. Obviously, that can be scary. You want to make sure that you and your family are prepared. The Jace case can help you do that. The Jace case is a pack of five different antibiotics to treat a long list of bacterial illness, uh, including respiratory infections, uh, skin infections, among others, mm. uh, this stuff could happen to any of us. So visit jacemedical.com, complete your physician encounter, and it'll be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medications will be dispensed at a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. It's never been more important to be prepared than today, so go to jacemedical.com and use code LOCKDOWN to get $20 off your order. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. 
Charlie Five, our guest on this Charlie Tuesday. Tuesday. All right. Cold outside. Auburn appears to be the favorite to land former Alabama corner Antonio Kite. Yep. I always I want to say Kite just because I don't know why because right. of Nasi- yeah, <laughs> Messiah. Messiah last year. <laughs> right. But yeah. Um, this guy is a very good corner. He is very good at what he does. And what he does is he plays defensive back at a very, very high level. And if you add him, which it seems like this could happen soon, seems like it could happen soon, Charlie Five. So if yeah. this were to happen, I think you have to go to Keontae Scott and say, look, we got to put this guy on the outside. You're really good in the middle of the field. This is the best thing for the defense. And then all of a sudden, if you were able to add Antonio Kite with a combination of Jaron Thompson, I mean, it just totally changes the outlook. <laughs> totally changes the outlook of this uh, of this defensive back room, which I already liked. Oh, man. Uh, I, I would be uh, extremely happy if, if this thing goes official and we actually do uh, land Antonio. I mean, you're talking – a guy that would have been our highest rated commit of the 2022 class, uh, a high four-star kid from Aniston in state long corner, six, one, you know, long corner. Uh, he redshirted his first year. I think he played sparingly last year, but I mean, they're, it's Alabama. They're deep. They have players like this that could, that could step in and, and start at, at multiple schools. Um, I mean, it could possibly happen today. Like, it, it may be by the time you're listening to this, it could it could possibly be public. I mean, it, you said it's you you think it could happen fast. Well, it really doesn't have an option. It's got to happen fast if it's going to happen because the 17th, which is Wednesday, is the last day to enroll in classes tomorrow. So, um, it's got to either pop today or tomorrow, um, and he's got to enroll, or he's going to be or Auburn's not really going to be a, 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 a option unless he waits until the summer. So would love to add, I mean, if you add this guy and Jaron Thompson, you feel incredible. You feel incredible about the defensive backfield, uh, the defensive back room from safety to corner. Uh, you got versatile, talented guys. Like you're yeah. not starting – you're not starting dudes that where you you just feel like you have a, a, a gaping hole or a weakness, and uh, that is that it, that is super exciting. Somebody you got somebody that's so good that could possibly, uh, uh, you know, convince Keontae Scott he needs to be back at nickel. You don't necessarily have to pull him out to play uh, outside corner, and holy cow, what a luxury that would be. Um, coming off what I feel like we had a, a very deep and very talented defensive backfield, you may put out one that's possibly on paper more talented uh than you know the one we just had so uh from like a recruiting rankings uh perspective so uh very excited i really hope we can you know really hope we can seal the deal on this one and like i said hopefully by the time you're listening to this he's already uh enrolled and uh, moved in and on the roster yeah that'd be insane um do you think do you think there's any symbolism in this, I mean, he's he's one of the several Alabama players that entered the portal after Alabama hired Kalen DeBoer from Washington. And it kind of seems like Alabama's a little vulnerable right now. You've got sure. five-star receivers, multiple five-star receivers decommitting. You have guys, proven guys, entering the transfer portal. And if Auburn were able to go in and, and, and get some of those guys, you, t- you talk about Antonio Kite, 
Obviously, they're all over the recruitment of Ryan Williams, who decommitted after Nick Saban announced his retirement. Like, it's, I don't know, man. I, I think all of this is symbolic, and I think this is stuff that matters. Absolutely. Absolutely. Look, those kids committed to play for Nick Saban. They, they signed, they went to Alabama to play for Nick Saban because, you know, he can quote unquote get you to the NFL, whatever. He led them but, astray, by let, the way. Like, I mean, a, a, nobody yeah. really wants to talk about it, but like, I think it's a little, I think it's a little messed up that he waited till all these kids signed. And then he's like, yeah, I'm actually going to retire. Yeah. I mean, and the timing of that whole situation was genius, by the way, if you, if you really look at when he announced it and, and how yeah. hard, it, how hard it makes it for everybody I mean, else to leave, he, but he, he wanted to keep them there for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and you know, I, I get it. You know, you don't want to leave Alabama completely high. You don't want to leave them completely high and dry, but Right. Uh, but yeah, sim, uh, adding uh, anytime you can add a high level player and, and you see defensive guys want to leave when uh, you you bring in an offensive coach. Um, I mean, it does it does mean it, it takes the it, it means that the luster of just being on the roster at Alabama lost quite a bit. I, I get you lost quite a bit of luster on that sure. just being on that roster. So uh, and then when you see, hey, um, you know. I'm just going to go to the place maybe I wanted to go to all along now uh, because, you know, Saban's gone, so I'm just going to go to Auburn. So, sure. Let, uh, let me ask you this. If I can put my tinfoil hat on just for a second and ask this question. All right. Let's assume, let's assume Auburn is close to landing Antonio Kite. They just landed Jaron Thompson. We've seen them land other players on the defensive side of the ball recently with a Trill Carter. Do you think these guys are just coming to Auburn not knowing who the DC is? Or do you think there's a chance that they're telling them this is going to be the DC? He's just not here yet. Well, all right. So th I think that's probably, that could possibly be a little bit of a two part question or like a, like a one, a one B type question. So okay. uh, yes, yes. There's a, there's a, there's a piece to that where I think there there's, they're probably coming. They got an idea of who they're, who they're going to get, but also, you have a co-DC in place already with Charles Kelly, who has, who has familiarity with Nick Saban's system, who has familiarity with – notice DBs. Notice they're both – you got DBs coming in. He's a DB guy. That's kind of his thing. Sure. Um, and, and you also have, uh, obviously, Wesley McGriff back in the fold. So, um, yes, that it's a very possible that they, they have an idea of who they want and they're selling that, but it's also, you know – probably a little comforting that you already have your code DC in place uh, and you have uh, a very seasoned defensive backs coach paired up with him. Um, and then you're bringing in two, hopefully, you know, at least one and hopefully yeah. two DBs. So um, I think, I think that you could say yes and no to that question. So, but uh, regardless, you got, uh, you're hopefully going to get both of them and, um, I, I, it makes that defensive backfield so much more exciting, uh, so much less stressful uh, thinking about going into the year. Yeah, that's that's a great answer. That is not the direction I thought you were going to go with that, but it makes perfect sense. I love the Charles Kelly insight on that. All right, is Derek Nick still on the table to be Auburn's next offensive coordinator? We discuss <laughs> in just a moment right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel. Charlie, if I'm going to bring you back in. Can you imagine nope. a better place to bet on sports than FanDuel Sportsbook? I, I, I cannot. 
I can't. It would be crazy. It'd be absolutely. There's crazy. not one. There's not. There's one. not one. Right I, now, I like, real quick. Yes. I, I know you sure. you got a scheduled read, but like I love the different categories and like all the different options that it has to bet. You can do daily fantasy. You can get in the sports book if your state allows it. Like, mm-hmm. and then there's tons mm-hmm. of props and things like that. It's just man. It's a, it's What's your awesome favorite type book. of prop to bet on at Fanduel? So I like. I always like um, like over under passing yards for quarterbacks because I feel like you can kind of get an idea based off of you can look at weather, you can look at defenses and things like sure. that. And, and I don't know. That's 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 one that I always ha- have a lot of fun with. Well, right now, new customers can get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets guaranteed when you mm. place a five dollar bet. That's one hundred and fifty bucks in bonus bets. Win or lose. We're going to put FanDuel out of business with all this money, money. just giving away. So visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to make your first bet a layup. FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL and the LockedOn Podcast Network. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. Is Derek Nick still on the table to be Auburn's next offensive coordinator? This has been weird. The timing of this has been really strange. Uh, there is starting to be more and more that comes out of it. I still believe Auburn will land Derek Nix, despite Lane Kiffin tweeting out a picture of him saying he's not at Auburn football. People quit <laughs> calling me, whatever. Uh, it does still sound like Auburn and Derek Nix are talking, though, Charlie Five. Yeah, you, you can tell because Lane Kiffin can't stop tweeting about it. He can't stop tweeting at Auburn. So that, that to me, tells me for sure – that <laughs> that the conversations are ongoing uh, in the different the, the different ways and in the, in the messaging that he's had when he tweets. Uh, it's clear that it's in his head and he's, you know, I don't, I don't all of a sudden it's like, hey, let's let's prove to everybody that we're, you know, I guess a better program at the moment than Auburn. I, I, I don't really know, but he can't stop tweeting about Auburn. Yeah, I mean, it took everything they had to be the rebuilding Auburn team, but. Whatever. And he got fought fought by Harson. He lost to Brian Harson. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. I I, I hate that we don't play them this year. I hate that we don't play Ole Miss. I hate that we don't play LSU. Like, it's weird. It's going to be a weird season. It is weird. It is very weird. But Um, uh, I don't But yeah, Derek Nix. I mean, it sounds like some technicalities of the contract um, came out. I've seen that a few different places. Charlie five. So that explains like the holdup, assuming Derek Nix is interested in this job, which I believe that he is. And we'll see exactly. Uh, we'll see exactly what transpires. I think, I think sometime this week is a reasonable timeline for an announcement on Derek Nix. Yeah. I mean, again, uh, you could, uh, when you're listening to this, it could be, it could be out that he's, Oh, you think it's quickly. You think it, it, could, be it quick? could be, yeah, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be pretty quick. And, uh, I do still think it's going to be it's it's going to be Derek Nix. I just think there's just the wording of, you know, will he call plays or won't he call plays? Like if that's yeah, contract- offensive coordinator in name only. You know, contractually, stuff like that. contractually, yeah. I have no idea how you enforce that. Like I have absolutely no idea. Like what do you give Lane Kiffin the headsets and like he gets to check how many plays 
uh, Derek Nix called and like there's a percentage where uh, he's he's considered a play caller and there's a percentage where under where he's not like I, I just don't understand how how you um, you know how you can enforce that and you know what this is a dude trying to get a promotion this is a guy and, and Lane Kiffin who's Mr. you know uh, I'm I'm here for everybody, Mr. You know, mental health uh, champion. Like this whole thing about I'm I'm here for everybody. I'm I'm holding this guy back from from uh, getting a getting a promotion. Uh, yeah, and maybe so a pay raise. Just to, just to clarify, so um, I don't know if you wanted to go that direction or not, but it sounds like you're okay with it. So it sounds like the big holdup is Derek Nix can't leave that job for an offensive coordinator in name only situation. Well, this is so I mean, so it sounds like that's going to be something that is discussed deeper, which could be why it's taken so long. Well, this is exactly what happened last year. If you don't if you remember, we tried we tried to get Derek Nix, I think, as wide receivers coach. And uh, the the terminology in the contract was he had he could not leave to be um, uh, he, he either had to be calling plays or it had to be a promotion. And I think last year it was just wide receiver coach to to our us wide receiver coach we're gonna have to pay his buyout yeah like a lateral move or whatever yeah yeah that that's that wasn't you know necessarily allowed and then this year we're trying to work it to where we're giving him a promotion and you know the the wording or technicalities in the contract seems to be uh what's been the been the hold up so at this point i say let's just you know just let it rip and uh, let it rip and then just dare him to do something about it yeah, once again, I don't know how you enforce that. Like, they're all in the headset together. Like, how do how are you tracking all of that? So, I mean, we we follow the team like crazy. We we weren't ever positive when Hugh was calling the plays. Like, how is Lane Kiffin going to do that when he's worried about other things? I, I just it's very strange. Yeah, very strange. I, I agree. Is he just, just being don't... petty? Like, is this fun? Is that why sure. he's uh, tweeting at Auburn and they're you know talking about freeze warnings from their official like Ole Miss football account? And it's like. You could win the next twenty three games, and we still have a winning record against you. Yeah, like it, you're. This is the best the the best stretch in the history of your of your uh, your school, and the worst stretch in the history of our school. And you still lost a game uh, to us. Like you, I just can't imagine winning ten games, and you're like, this is the best year in school history. Get so, over yourself. I saw a funny meme, and it said uh, trophy case before. Lane Kiffin got here and it's trophy case after Lane Kiffin got here. And it's the same trophy case. It's, it's empty. Yeah. It's empty, but that's the pinnacle. This is the pinnacle of, of Ole Miss right now. So uh, it can't get any better than this. Who's got it better than them? Nobody. Right. Yeah, now, think Quinn they Judge think. Judkins left. <laughs> <laughs> they may be relieved on that one though. I think he was kind of a turd from what I understand. Oh, really? I hadn't heard that. Yeah. It sounds like he was a, he was a problem. I, I think so bad that, uh, Dart had asked him to come out of games at some point, like take him out. Oh of the my game. goodness, I, take I, him out I, of the I missed that. Interesting. Yeah. So, but but still, it's a, he's going to do. He's still you know, good. He's still very he's still very very, good. very very talented. Yes. Yeah. 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 But hopefully right. we get. The, hopefully the Derek Nix saga is over soon, um, and he can start hitting the ground running, recruiting, and uh, and helping uh, build this offense uh, for uh, 2024 because. Um, it, it just in general with Hugh running it, you got you got to feel you got to feel more excited, and no you got and and I know the the skill guys are excited. So get him here and let's get going. All right, Charlie Five. How can people check out everything that you've got going on? 
Absolutely. Find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five uh, and the Locked on Auburn Discord every single day are Tuesdays and Thursdays. The Top Button Podcast. The Top Button Podcast. You can just search Top Button Podcast on your uh, your favorite podcasting app or you can go to the Auburn Daily YouTube page. That link is in the episode description down below. Charlie Five, thank you for your time as always. My friend, you can read all of my written work at auburndaily.com. Please click that subscribe button. Please like the video. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been Locked On Auburn. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 